Section 36 of American Scenery, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kimberly Sasson. American Scenery, Volume 1, by Nathaniel Parker Willis. Willie House, White Mountains. The particulars of what is called the Willie Tragedy are well known to all readers of newspapers. This family lived in the notch of the White Mountains, under the Western Range, and consisted of nine persons. They had retired at night, when a very unusual noise in the mountains roused them from their beds, and in terror at its increasing thunders, they unfortunately abandoned the house and sought refuge in flight. A vast mass of earth and rocks disengaged from the precipices above them, suddenly rushed down the side of the mountain, and sweeping everything before it, divided in the rear of the house, reunited again, leaving it unharmed, and thundered down to the valley, overwhelming the fugitive family in its career. The manuscript journal of a friend, who had made two excursions to the spot, gives us an account of its present aspect. In a short time we came to the well-known house of the Willie family, which of course we paused to examine. Nothing can be conceived more lonely than this wild place. The mountains tower on both sides of the valley, to the height of four or five hundred feet, with deep channels worn into their sides by the winter torrents, and in many places the rocks are left bare for acres by the slides of avalanches that have rushed into the valley. The house in which the unfortunate family dwelt stands under the western range of mountains, and the avalanche came down nearly from the summit. We remained gazing on the scene for some time. The sky above was clear and spanned the interval between the mountains, seeming to rest on their summits, while a swift breeze drove over the hills below, in swift succession a few thin and fleecy clouds. The wind entered the outer door of the desolate dwelling, which had been left open, with a broken chair set against it, and as it surged back and forth, violently shut and opened the inner doors, with a noise that seemed the voice of the very spirit of desolation. The effect was startling and dismal. This is, we believe, the most disastrous avalanche on record in this country, and the only one of any importance, which was merely a descent of earth and rocks. What is called a cloudburst is not uncommon in the mountainous regions of the north, and there are several striking examples recorded. In the autumn of 1784, in the latter part of the night, a deluge of water descended from Saddle Mountain in Massachusetts. A family, which lived in a house at some distance from the foot of the mountain, not far from a brook, were suddenly awakened out of their sleep by the united roaring of the wind and the torrent. In their flight they hastily dressed themselves and escaped from the house, the ground floor of which was by this time six inches under water. When they returned in the morning, they found the house so completely swept away that no part of it was left. The brook, through the channel of which this flood discharged itself, had never before, even in the highest freshets, approached the house by a considerable distance. Subsequent examination of the mountain disclosed that the descent of water commenced not far from the summit, for two or three rods above the spot where the ground first began to be broken, the trees and shrubs appear to have been swept away by the violence of the deluge. The broken ground is, at first, not more than six feet wide, 
but rapidly becomes wider as it descends so that within one hundred and fifty feet it is about three rods in breadth and in the widest place five or six towards the lower limit its breadth gradually diminishes until it terminates in a gutter which in some places is five or six feet deep this continues several rods and then branches into other channels which though covered with leaves and moss are discernible quite down to the brook at the foot of the mountain the whole length of the broken ground is about one hundred and thirty rods towards the bottom there were standing the stumps of large trees whose tops were broken off by the deluge and above they were entirely swept away not leaving a trace by what means a mass of water sufficient for these phenomena is collected and suspended over the mountains or what occasioned the disruption of the mass of earth and rock which overwhelmed the family in the white mountains are points not easily settled end of section thirty six